Hello listeners, good evening to you all. I believe you had a wonderful day. It's a great privilege to be with you on another episode of What Do You Think on Jisal FM. I am Okwe Sonyolu. Dear Lord, we ask that you please speak to us tonight and help our hearts to receive the truth in Jesus' name. Amen. talked about the A-level concepts about giving to those who ask us. Today, we will continue on that note with more emphasis as we discuss motives. Today on our WhatsApp status, I asked us why we give arms. Different reasons for different folks. Thank you, Akitunde Adeleke, for sending your comments on why you give arms. Now, today we'll be reading from Matthew chapter 6, from verse 1 to 4, the New International Version. I'll read verse 1. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness. I'll take that again. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men. To be seen by them. If you do, if you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. Tonight I pray that the Lord will help us to dissect this verse appropriately. What are acts of righteousness? Some Bible translations use the word arms, but the original meaning of the word entails more than giving of arms. Righteousness is a virtue that is not of us. It is impacted to us when we give our lives to Christ. For Abraham, his unwavering acts of faith and obedience were accounted to him as righteousness. In our time, there are things we do to show that we belong to the right side of God. There are activities that exhibit the righteousness of God in us. These activities are expected to be a way of life, not a show of or eye service. In the passage that we are considering today, I mean the entire chapter 6, Jesus talked about acts of righteousness, which includes but not limited to giving, especially to the poor and needy, prayer, and fasting. 
But we will concentrate on the issue of giving to the poor and needy today. Jesus gives a warning in that verse, be careful or take it. Those are words of caution that we say to people when there is an imminent danger ahead. Why should we be careful? What danger is lurking around? Well, the danger is a loss. Loss of reward, loss of access to what truly matters, that is our future eternal security. God has a plan to reward us for our charitable deeds, both here and hereafter, if they are done in Jesus' own recommended pattern. But if it is done as a show-off, a reward of lesser, of lesser value is received here and none is received hereafter. That is the danger ahead that Jesus is warning us about. That is the danger that Jesus is telling us to be careful about. I said earlier on that in order to not to fall into the show of trap, there is a recommendation. Sit back as we go into the details of almsgiving and the ideal pattern for doing it. Welcome back. Homesgiving is supposed to be one of the primary ways or let me say almsgiving should be done with one primary aim and that aim is to help the needy to provide relief for them from their present circumstances before now the trending issues were usually on um who is really needy when he has someone to give persons like oh, i really sure that person needs it <laughs> some of these needy people they are just pretending you know some of them have built houses in their village they are just in lagos begging for money so the issue used to be who is really needy sometimes the issue is what to give hmm. if i go and give this person this thing and then i disappear or this or that so people are wondering okay maybe i'll give something that won't have contact with me and all of that but the issue at hand today is how how to give the process the pattern the procedure now nowadays people give to the needy for various reasons some give because they belong to a so-called charity group that needs evidence of their good deeds on video recording for them to win grants. Some give because they want to be popular at the grassroots in readiness for the next election season. Others give as part of a ritual process or jazz procedure for renewal of health and wealth. I read verse 2 here. Jesus says, So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and on the streets to be honored by men. Now Jesus gives a pattern 
with which some persons give the religious leaders in the Bible times known as the Pharisees. Now, historically, when someone wants to give alms, the trumpet is sounded in order to call the attention of the poor and needy to gather together to receive the gifts. As time went by, the Pharisees changed the purpose of the trumpets from calling the attention of the beggars to announcing their own arrival in order to receive the honor of men. All thanks to the various social media platforms and the advent of smartphones, so you no longer need to employ the services of a TV station before you broadcast your good deeds. Some persons give so that the world can see them. Forgetting the emotional torture in the act of the receiver as he or she faces the camera to grant interviews with tattered vocabulary, all because of a paltry sum. Some even do these videos of their giving just for humor's sake and to attract likes and comments. Dear listeners, why do you do what you do? Why do you show your acts of kindness? Why are you involved in that charity group? I ask you why. Verse 2b says, I tell you the truth. They have received their reward in full. I told you earlier that there are rewards for harm's giving. However, Jesus said the Pharisees have received their gain already. Their reward. That verse says they have received their reward in full. So their reward is from them to them. They are the ones giving the reward to themselves. And what is that reward? To be seen of men. And they are indeed sin of men. And it's still the same today. Those who give for hypocritic reasons are indeed sin of men on social media with likes, comments, and retweets, please. Because they gave with the motive of showing off. So the only available reward is the immediate and temporal honor of men. Collate, praise singing and thank yous. That's where it all ends. It is just a momentary euphoria of being in a better estate than the receivers at the detriment of the real reward from the great rewarder. They jeopardize their eternal future security for a moment of fame. Dear listeners, is that what you also want? Or will you rather change your motive and give according to the recommendation of Jesus that you may receive the reward from the maker of the universe? Think.
I read verse three, verses 3 and 4. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. What then is the proper way for us to be involved in this great duty of righteousness as regards alms giving? Now, note that the verse says, but when you give to the needy, when you give, not if you give or just in case you give. It says when you give, that means Jesus expects us to give. So it's something that we are to do. So how then should we do it? So it means it's expected for us to give. No excuses. So what's the proper way? First, be ready to give. Not just when you have much. Now that you have little, share it. Give your time, your talent. Encourage someone. Give someone a smile of hope. Share your meals. Give, give, and give. Secondly, do it industriously. Like, put all your might into it. Yet, keep it private. Low key, no screens. Do it because it is a good work. Not because it will give you a good name in your club, in social media, or in your local government so that the masses will consider you for the House of Rep seat in the next election season because of philanthropic acts. No, no, no. Let your gift be between you and your God. You see, verse 4 says, um, no. Verse 3b says, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Now, your left hand is part of your body. So it shows that even you must not take so much thought of your good deeds that you begin to feel good and become conceited or haughty in the process. Even if you don't know that you are beginning to feel good or becoming proud because you are a giver, the all-seeing God is very aware of your intents. And it is only when we take the least notice of our good deeds that the Lord will take the most notice and reward us in the public. Your money, act of service, encouragement, all should be given with a selfless motive to the glory of God and not man's glory. What then is the reward of our Father in heaven for us? 
if we perform this act of righteousness in humility and sincerity. We have both temporal rewards and eternal riches. The first is that whoever gives will have plenty. Proverbs chapter 11 verses 24 to 25 says, One man gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. That is the promise of abundance for those who give in the recommended pattern. Security from want, that is like an immunity of vaccination against lack and poverty. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 27 says, He who gives to the poor will lack nothing, but he who closes his eyes to them receives many curses. So closing your eyes to the needy is not just um, folding your arms and that's just all. There is something else awaiting those who fold their hands against the needy. I pray that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Also, one of the rewards is one of the rewards is for us to receive succor in distress. Psalm 41 verse 1 to 2 says, Blessed is he who has regard for the weak. The Lord delivers him in times of trouble. The Lord will protect him and preserve his life. He will bless him in the land and not surrender him to the desire of his foes. So when we give, so when we give to the Lord by giving to the needy and poor around us, we are assured of God's deliverance for our own lives also in times of trouble, and we have the assurance of the Lord's protection and preservation. Yes, the other one is honor and a good name. Psalm 112 verse 9 says, He has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. His arm will be lifted high in honor. So, for those who do the hands given in the recommended pattern, they have the honor bestowed on them by God. Their name will not be forgotten. Their good deeds will be remembered forever.
Let's read Luke chapter 14 verse 12 to 14 for the final and most important reward of all. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or relatives or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. So we have the promise of eternal riches. God himself repaying us for all the good deeds we've done while we are here on earth. That's so awesome. That's so great. That's that's a massive blessing. So apart from the rewards mentioned, we have seen that God will do much more than all, even all those ones we have read, if we search the scriptures, we will see more rewards for being generous, for being a giver. God will do much more to us openly if we do all these things in secret as he recommends. He will make it up to us in kind, in kindness, in every form we can imagine. Our God is a rewarder. And not only will we get a reward from God, but God himself will become our reward. Just as he promised Abraham in Genesis chapter 15 verse 1 to be his shield, to be his buckler, to be his reward. Imagine possessing God himself. What an honor. And on the great day, on that day, when we make it to heaven finally, we shall receive his final praise. Imagine God patting you on the back and saying to you, well done, good and faithful servant. If we do this sincerely, we will have more peace as we give. There will be no contentions about who will repay us. We won't do things and start regretting, ah, I helped this person last year. And when I had a challenge, I thought he would help me this year. And now he has failed to help me. I'll stop helping people. No, you won't have any thoughts about um, being repaid. You know that God is your rewarder and you just do it cheerfully. You just do it with peace of mind. Well, in my opinion, if we realize that all what we have was given to us, it will improve our attitudes to giving. What do you think? Dear God, you are the greatest giver, giving us your only son to a group of people that turned their back on you. We thank you for this offer we have to partner with you in the business of giving.
Help our hearts to be sincere. Dear Lord, we ask that in any way we have given in the past with a wrong motive. Please forgive us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, dear listeners, for staying by us to listen to What Do You Think on GSAL FM. Thank you, my dear producer, Emmanuel. Don't forget to check out the ebook of the Esther series on Amazon. It's titled Turned Tables. And please don't forget to send your opinions. Please, please, please send your opinions to plus two three four nine zero one two nine two. Oh, I'll take that again. Plus two three four eight zero three four nine zero one two nine two. Via WhatsApp or send an SMS to the same number. You can also respond on the GSAL FM Facebook page using the hashtag what do you think or hashtag motives on GSAL FM. Thanks a lot. Till we meet next time. I am Okwe Sanyolu. Stay blessed.